Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his pal, Dave Damashek. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast. Cousin Sal coming to you with his dear, dear friend, Dave Damashek. What's happening, Sheck? What, we're coming off a, a crazy, crazy West Coast basketball night. Clippers, Jazz, minus three and 221, and it lands 112, 109. How do the gambling gods do it? How does FanDuel do it? How does anyone do it? It is remarkable stuff. Um, yeah, we're in the thick of it. It's great times. I took another trip down to the shoreline, jumped in the Pacific once again. Um, everything's coming up aces, Sal, except here on Extra Points because producer Jim Cunningham is in a sour mood again. What gives? Why What? Why down in the dumps, Jim? Everything's, uh, this is great times. There's, I don't there's know. basketball I, on. I try to every- figure it out with Jim. I get him excited about an office. I stupidly think he wants to leave his apartment every now and then. I'm like, hey, we're going to get offices. And he's like, yeah, okay, just press record and, and let's let's get through this. So, so that's it. I don't know. Right, Jim? See, he won't even jump on and comment there. But anyway, Jazz Clippers, 112-109. Boy, when it falls on the actual spread and the over-under, in a way, it's a waste for a gambler for two and a half hours. That's why, by the way, I like the money lines. Um, Not that I'm too successful with it, but 112-109, it was like two and a half, three hours of uh, nonstop action that ends in a push for all the side and total better. Now, we have our free picks. We'll give those in in a minute. You could uh, access those, fanduel.com slash extra points. I won, when we do this, Monday with Aiton over nine and a half boards and Phoenix to win. I parlayed those together. That was the same game parlay. You, on the other hand, Shaq, should be paying people. Or maybe they fade you and you are actually paying them. You lost. Again, I've not kept track, but I think this is at least a half a dozen picks in a row. Dave Fadishek. I don't know, or I, I don't know what you want to call me. I deserve it. I gotta wear it all like Jerry Orbach at the end of Dirty Dancing when I'm wrong. I say I'm wrong and I've been mm-hmm. wrong a great deal of late. I will say, the only thing I'll say, and I and I I know my pick was wrong, so who cares? I did say that I thought that the Suns get the series because <laughs> Aiton will at least nullify Jokic. The head-to-head then provides the advantage over the course of the series. That doesn't mean anything okay. in terms All of right, the that's a win. Bet. I don't know. Like, So if you could present people, you could cash that ticket in. I don't know how that works. But I don't know say, how it works either. I'm trying, to, <laughs> I'm trying to save face, don't you see? Hey, Jokic, MVP now on FanDuel. You could have gotten him as high as 36-1 to 1 odds in late December. And... Um, He basically just outlasted everyone. I mean, great player, too. Great numbers, but he stayed healthy. I don't think he missed a game where the LeBrons of the world and the Joel Embiid's of the world missed games. And Luka's team was too far out of it. And Trey Young wasn't uh, the superstar he is right now. But I mean, and there are memes going around saying, hey, you can do it, too. They show a picture of a, I'll be nice, a pudgy uh, Nikola Jokic uh, 14 years old, and like this is this is the American dream. It really does remind me of um, Jerry McConnell on Stand By Me, or maybe even Lardass on Stand By Me. I don't know which one, but it's amazing, right? Like this is as far as that goes and optics go. This is uh, the most spectacular MVP of, of all time. I mean, how far removed are we from the glory of Bartolo Colon pictures mm. and everybody ironically making jokes about him and everything? But we have an MVP, Sal. It looks yeah. like that. Like I like I keep saying, he, he basically looks like Greg Ostertag. And this guy is our MVP. 
of uh, of the NBA. It's yeah, it's it's quite an achievement. And I'm not going to tip my hand here, Sal. But mm-hmm. I think he celebrates in game two. That's you I, do. that's all. That's all I'm going to say. That's I, I'm not going to say another word about. Oh. It. I, I I perhaps have already said too much. But yes, in in it's really the, good news for me because I have the Suns. But God, I know you yeah, do. That's in like, 2021. Yeah. That in what has proven to be in this postseason a war of attrition, it makes sense that Jokic would be basically get it as awesome as it was, as remarkable as the season as it was. It's owed as much to, like I say, injury and otherwise. I think yeah. Embiid, if Embiid goes the full season healthy, doesn't I? I, I feel like maybe he's uh, he he was going to catch him. him. He was closing right. the gap odds wise at least, and uh, that's the other thing. You don't really even in these playoffs, you don't know which Embiid you're getting. The one you got last night put down forty, and Philly even the season uh, the season the series one eighteen one hundred two. They beat Atlanta game three. Now heads to Atlanta. The Hawks are a two point dog in game three. Oh boy, I know I'm going to bite on that. I know I'm going to bite hard. Hey, we did the race to ten Tuesday. Me and the uh, degenerate trifecta, we did this, and we bet lots and lots of money on a team to score 10 points, and we took the Hawks over. This was our worst one, over the Sixers. Sixers win the tip. There's a scramble for the tip. It ends up Danny Green. Stands, he, he lays it in, 2 nothing. The uh, Hawks tie it 2-2, ends up 10-2, 76ers. So that was just awful. I was like, cut the feed. Right, Spaghetti? Nothing worse. I don't know, Spaghetti, are you on mic, but... That was uh, nothing worse than that uh, last night. Spirits two and a half minutes, two and a half minutes of uh, just pure uh, anxiety and eventual sadness. That was by far the worst one. But you guys are going to go on another run really soon, so I'm confident. We are. Oh, I hope you're right. Oh, well, that's yeah, good it was, news. It was, <laughs> that's good. I didn't know. Uh, yeah, there was nine thirty six left on the on the game clock. <laughs> we lost ten to two. But anyway, that let me say is this. Even. Yep. I. It's I, as I mentioned uh, earlier in the week, we've got uh, some family in from Chicago. And so mm-hmm. uh, it is appointment viewing when you and the boys get together for this thing. It's it's fascinating stuff to watch uh, four grown men behave in the manner that you do. I think you're um, going to jump in with us next week. I'd I think like maybe to. that's what you need. You cl- you got cleansed by the sea. Maybe you need to right. join the uh, race to 10 Tuesday and maybe it all comes full circle. Perhaps perhaps you're right. I think I got to tell you, it, it's. Wouldn't be 10 minutes probably, but you want to talk about anxiety. Listen, I'll defer to Eddie Spaghetti there. On minus three, we have our, our text chain. Mm-hmm. And um, Kevin Hench is just cuckoo about. Yeah, I know. I, if, we, if you put, if you were to set a camera, I, in a way, I listen, I, I, I wish the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, I've, I've just mentioned Pittsburgh. I, I feel bad. I didn't mean to. I wish my team. I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> still, Cut that it's earlier still bad. Out. Yeah, it's still not good. Yeah. Were my team still around, I would be living on, on the razor's edge every 48 hours. And it's an unpleasant place to be. I feel right. kind of clean. Like I say, I went, I took my bath in, in the Pacific Ocean. I I cleansed all of society's ills, including the pain inflicted upon me by the New York Islanders. But mm. Kevin Hench is still in the meat grinder right now. Maybe it ends for him. Maybe he gets let off the hook. Sweet Mercy is delivered up on the island uh, for him and, and Bruins yeah. fans tonight. But I'll tell you, watching playoff hockey um, and and tracking that, I don't. I, how could we do the race? It wouldn't be ten minutes, but the first goal or focusing yeah, there's on nothing somebody that on compares. overtime. There's nothing that compares to the basketball because there's a lot of uh, ups. There's just there's no guarantee of a goal in the net in the first. 10 I know. minutes or anything like you can't and you can't bet shots. You can't bet basketball is just perfect. 
because I guess, you're going to have highs and right. lows. There's just nothing. I thought of baseball and will there be a run in the first inning. It's just too too much downtime. Hockey's exciting, but nothing leads to any points or any quantitative uh, you know, definite result in the first five minutes. But yeah, uh, I know. But it, but right, the the electricity of uh, of these text chains would be it would uh, if, we could, if we could uh, provide them for the world. Maybe that's what we'll do. We'll just uh, there. It, it, maybe we could invent a website that you share your thoughts in real time. Mm. You type them out like I don't know, like arbitrarily, let's say 140 or 280 characters. I like at it. Time. Maybe like it's that. raised to ten insane texts by Kevin Hench, and then he goes, "I was like, oh wow, only took 45 seconds. Good job. I, I don't th- I don't know if you could beat that." Uh, finishing off the NBA here, we yes. talked about Clippers Jazz. It, you know, it's 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 stupid to say, but I I saw a, a well known reporter who I admire, and he's like, it's a game of makes and misses. Basketball's a game of makes oh. and misses, and it's I know it sounds so cliche, but you have a team like the Jazz. Like, what do the Clippers do? The Jazz were five for twenty eight in the first quarter. They took twenty threes, and they missed everything. But they were wide open threes. They were all wide open threes. So you can't even get that on them for missing the shots. But and I know everyone's putting the nets, you know, that uh, well in the championship, they should survive the East. But if this jazz team is going to miss 20 threes and still come back and win and they they dictate the pace and everything. Damn, I don't know if anyone's going to beat them. I don't know how much of that game you saw, but for God's sake, they look so good. Now, it might be that Kawhi like held back a little bit. But I even so, Jazz looks so good now. And these new, when I say new crowds, you brought it up on minus three. Suns, Jazz, new crowds, new faces who are gonna be, you know, uh, be privy to success by the home team. They've not had that too much before. It's exciting to watch these home teams and Jazz and Phoenix and uh, what? What did you see any of that game? Not yeah, I saw I saw the whole thing and new mm. blood or what? And not I guess not new blood. There's you know long suffering fan bases out there with some new blood mixed into it. But right. in, in these NBA playoffs, yeah, um, the I think that I, I the other side of the coin is can Spider Mitchell keep doing that? You know, is he going to keep saving their hide like that? I I don't know if I would be. I I absolutely hear your point that if you're glass half empty that you could say, man, we couldn't have gotten a better break from that first period. But um, as, as if you're the clip if, on the Clipper side, the, the jazz couldn't uh, do anything and they still win the game. I, I can also make a case that the Clippers feel decent coming out of that, that they, yeah. that the game was tight in, 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 in that atmosphere that they still were in the game. I, I, I'm going to stick with the Clippers here as my pick, which is bad news, I guess, for the Clippers. Well, but. Paul George four for 17, very bad. I mean, he can't have like three off games a series. I don't get it with the playoff P here. Four for 17, 20 points. Kawhi had 23 points, nine for 19. And uh, like you said, Donovan Mitchell, 45. My God, he took 30 shots. Um, that's good. And they they spread it around. Clarkson at 18, Bogdanovich 18. Gobert is going to get his rebounds and uh, a, half, a dozen rebounds. But game two. What is that tomorrow? I know Philly doesn't play Atlanta again until like uh, Friday or something crazy. What's today? Wednesday? Yeah. I think, oh, they don't play Thursday. I thought they got it on uh, as soon as Thursday I got to look. I think. Let's see. When's June? 10? Oh, maybe you're right. What June 9th? No, no. Wait a minute. June 9th, June 10th. They don't play June 11th. Right. So, yeah, that's uh, Friday. Oh, yeah. that's a very and, special day on the calendar, isn't it, Sal? Oh, that's your birthday. This uh, is a big one. 
yes. look at that. Sal, thank you. Uh, no. Um, I do have it written down. Yeah. Listen, uh, no, it's a, that is impressive. See, you are a numbers guy that you would remember something <laughs> like that. Now, um, the thing that to me is is interesting, um, along with this, as I say, the war of attrition that are these playoffs and how different they would be if everybody was at full strength. Uh, mm. it, it really is weird. Everybody, what what gives in 2021? Last year was supposed to be the year where where illness and otherwise is what was affecting who wins titles. This yeah. is the year, though, that every that that it seems like it's happening. Um, but kind of like we talked about between Jokic and and uh, Aiton and that specific matchup, it is weird stylistically that we've gotten so used to the perimeter guys impacting who wins the title. And mm. it probably does end up going that way between KD and if Harden ever gets back and Kyrie. And that I think that's the trio that wins it. But still, in the meantime, Embiid, Jokic, Aiden, interesting. What's the most important position on the floor for these next for the next three, four weeks in, in NBA action? Is it the five reclaiming its value in professional basketball? And how mm. far can one of these teams ride there when the best player on your team is a center. That's weird that of the team still left standing, that the best player on the team in some cases is the center. Right. And, and yeah, how much that impacts age. these perimeter-based teams. Again, well, let's say the Nets well, in the You know, finals. you said the Clippers should be uh, not happy, but they should show, you know, there there's some good news in the fact that they lost by three in a game that, you know, they were expected to lose. Anyway, uh uh, the, the other way to look at it, five for 28 in the first quarter, you should be able to put away the Jazz. The other way to look at it is Conley will probably be back, and that's going to create more issues. So I do think that get, that goes seven anyway. That, I, I think it's going to be different, much that, well, it's already different in that the Clippers won every single road game they played against Dallas. So I think this is going to be home, 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 home wins for all the home teams. Same with Denver Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix, five and a half point favorite, 223 is the over-under. I don't think a team like the Nuggets can dictate pace against Phoenix, and then the pick-and-roll works, and then you got shooters all over the place with Booker, and then you got Paul with the floaters in the lane, and Aiton doing damage down uh, low. Um, Jokic can only do so much as an MVP. I mean, you saw a picture of him as a teenager, Dave. What's that guy going to do when it gets in the later rounds? No, but I, the, the, they played a, a lousy defensive team in Portland, and now it's Phoenix. I like Phoenix to uh, take game two. Well, like I say, when when uh, when Jokic is your best player on the floor, and the other team can throw eight at you and more or less spell you, that basically it's it's uh, it's a break even at that spot. Then mm -hmm. you're probably not going to win the series, and that's why um, I'm with you overall with Phoenix. However, do you want me to give my picks out? Do you want me to tell you what I think is going to happen here? Let's do it. Let's give our free Wednesday picks, Dave. This is the Fade Dave special. I mean, yes. we should be chanting "Fade Dave," but let's let's hear it first. You're you're gonna go you're gonna go Nuggets. I I'm going Nugs, and in the push and pull of a seven game series, I think round two in this matchup does go to the Nugs here. Mm. Um, it's not terribly inspiring to throw the trio of Facundo and Monty and uh, and Rivers at uh, at the backcourt that the Suns put out there, but I think that they do enough to slow down the Suns backcourt hmm. and the swing guys for the Nugs are the difference in this one. Um, I'm going to go with, and, and Jokic, it, it, I found it interesting on um, 
Tuesday nights uh, inside the NBA. Usually it's a bunch of grab ass and it's delightful for us to watch. I'm not impugning mm-hmm. it, but I do think Chaz Barkley made an interesting point <laughs> that when he won the MVP and Shaq Fu um, weighed in as well um, on this, that when they give you your MVP, your next game is weird because you try too hard to prove that you deserve the MVP. And I, I, I don't know. I've never won an MVP of anything. Um, in basketball or otherwise. So I can't imagine, but they said you try too hard, but then the next game you get back into form. So maybe Jokic wasn't his very mm-hmm. best in game one. Cause he had, I don't know that. Listen, I have, that's what they, that's what Chad. No, I know. I, I, Jack first Fruit of all, said, I think so what he, do I, I know? I think he's misremembering this. Cause for as long as I can recall, the MVP is given out after the season. Now this is a different thing because you know, this would be, they usually give it out like a week after the season. Am I right? Is that anyone? No, it's saw? during the, no, no, it's no the way. No, I'm telling you because Fox bet live, we have to go like an extra. Is it during the playoffs? Is it? I mean, I know it is this year because the season will never end, but I don't know. All right. All I mean, I'll tell you is this money line nugs oh, plus 180. Wow. All right, so you're going to have to choose between uh, my... Well, the, we could potentially both lose here because I am taking the Suns plus a half in a same-game parlay on FanDuel plus Chris Paul over seven and a half assists. That's an adjusted number. Um, when he plays 25 minutes or more, which looks seems to be the case, a miraculous recovery injury-wise, but when he plays 25 minutes or more, he's gone over seven and a half assists five of his last six games. That pick and roll is is working. Like I said, they dictate the pace. I think they go to Denver up two, but wow, we, we can't both win this, Dave. That's for sure. So people, our fans are going to have to decide between us. Now, Dave, you're you, li- the middle how, is how to lost? go with Sal a hundred percent. That's what you want to do though. You don't want to do anything with Dave. Stay away from Dave right now. That's what that's, uh, that's worked for the women of the world. Uh, for the last half century, and it'll uh, work well for you, the better in the short term. Well, here, um, here's what I will say: I've been uh, dreadful on Fox Bet Live, and I'm giving a similar pick here. What am I doing here? I got. Uh, uh, I'm. I'm doing. What did I pick? I picked the Suns money line plus. The, and this, I'm going to be up at two in the morning watching this tonight. The French Open, uh, Anastasia Pavlochenkova to win a set. In her uh, semifinal match, don't we have to be able to say it. the people's name to bet them? Isn't that the minimum I don't think standard? So. I, Sal? No, I really no. would like to see you do that. I'd really like to see you, I think especially, I did. especially Harry. Harry's, the, I mean, Harry's the biggest violator of this. Harry I think did the worst thing ever, Jim. Now, really, Jim, jump in here because Harry's favorite WNBA player of all time is Brittany Griner. So he tracks her down. She's doing some meet, meet and greet in. Uh, Phoenix, except the meet and greets these days are everyone's 15 feet away and wearing a mask, which I'm sure she appreciated when um, this monstrosity (laughs) approached her. But anyway, (laughs) he now makes her part of his gambling pick. He takes, what did he take? The Mercury, Jim? What did he do? Yeah, he picked them to win. Who were they playing? The Wings? Yeah, yeah. And you can see her like waving in the background and giving a thumbs up. Like, just just get out of the the way, crazy man. And then, uh, so the pick loses. But also, like in his write-up, he doesn't even spell Brittany Griner's name correctly. His favorite <laughs> WNBA player, Brittany Griner. And then he's like, well, I wanted winner and Griner. I'm like, no, you didn't. And the pick lost. Disaster. Why do we who, look at your friends? Oh, here it is. 
Look at this. What is she doing? <laughs> She's making an X with her with her arms. Like, is that is that the universal signal for security? Get the hell over here. I don't know. No one goes. If you already have the card, nothing can be finer than hanging out. Bring to you to the contest. Okay, this is until eight. Harry here for extra points. Okay. Gonna give out the Mercury over the wing. I'm gonna beat the wing tomorrow. We got it. <laughs> All right, the Mercury lost. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was it for Harry. All right. So, yes, you're right. We should be able to pronounce the names. Um, I'd also of, of like I'd also like to throw it out there as the uniform. And I, I, you know, it's we're off the rails at this point. It's too late to do anything about it, I suppose, this playoff season. But listen, come on by next year. Let's clean this up. We cannot both wear our road uniforms. It's it's unappealing to the eye. The Sixers uh, blue is nice. The Hawks red is nice, but not together. You don't wear those both out there. One wears the white uniform, the mm. other one wears the road. And that's it. And, and and let's make sure we do that. And also, Sal, we should figure out what is, not that it is going to impact uh, what we actually get. It's going to be the Nets. I feel almost sure about that. Mm. I wonder if you if you um, agree with me that they get through at least the East. At they least have the they easiest pass to the East. I mean, they have six games with uh, against what seems to be a flawed uh you know, Sixers team to yeah, come but what or the, the Hawks or then, but what yeah. the hell with the, with, with the Bucks? There can't be anything more depressing than, than the Bucks right now. Really? Like you, you feel like, it, like you've been supporting a fraud all this I time. Know. It's, it's I know. sort of like rooting for Bill Belichick and thinking he was great all these years and then realizing, Oh no, it was the other guy all along. Now that's, uh, I, I uh, would, I, I'd, I'd stick up for the Bucks all the time. Like, Oh, the heat last year were a bad matchup. And like, Oh, the nets are bad. Like, well, well now every team is a bad matchup for this, this team who, who dominates the East and scores 122 a game and, and his tops. And they're a three and a half point favorite tomorrow over the nets. I mean, it's it. This is a backbreaker. If they lose, I know oh, yeah. you, you don't want to say must win, but this is a must win. They have to figure well, they some go shit down out. 3-0 and no one's ever done it That's in it. league history probably is. Uh, I think we can, uh, I can make a, an exception and say it is must win for the, for the bucks. I do wonder in pleasant Wisconsin, relatively friendly versus like hard boiled sports town, Philadelphia or New York or otherwise, are they going to boo when they come out onto the floor? I guess they're not going, mm. people aren't going to rain booze, but they go in the halftime down. They are going to yeah. have boo, uh, booze rained on them. I, in this time, like I say, all the these teams that have really bad pasts, if you're a fan, if you've been a Clippers mm -hmm. fan, it's been a tough ride the last 30 years or whatever. If you're sure. a Suns fan, you've never seen your team. Wait, the way, how long has it been since the Suns? Got well, like the uh, Marley and Barkley days? Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jazz uh, have never won one. Yeah. And amidst all this, you're going to get the Nets doing it, a team right. that nobody cares about, even in the New York tri-state, which is kind of yeah. sad. There's so many opportunities. What if the Hawks? Atlanta is the worst sports town, like we talked about with Sarah Tiana, to be a fan for any amount of time. Oh, it, yeah. that, that would be the worst. They, they they just, there's nothing outside of a couple of Braves high points. Uh, and the what, T, they're, they're a T's team, right? There right, are some futility exactly. of the cases like Cleveland that just you're bad and you're, and I'm sorry, you're Pittsburgh Pirates who can't step on bases. It's funny, like two of the the biggest bonehead uh, plays of the year were by the Pirates not stepping on first base, right? You had the force out uh, two weeks ago. I don't even know the names anymore. But there's uh, something poignant about it. Right? Yeah, he chased the runner home. <laughs> they screwed up that the batter ended up on second. And then uh, Charlie Hayes kid not touching first on a home run. So 
that didn't count. But yeah, there is futility. I w- I'll say this about the Nets. Whether you think they'll win the championship or not, I think they're, they're plus 110 to win the title. Um, I think they get to the finals and then they're a prohibitive favorite. I bet they're like minus 250, whoever they play, Phoenix, Utah, whoever it is, the Clippers. Um, so you're going to get value in that, just getting them to the finals. Uh, plus 110, you could always hedge. So I think that's that's a good bet there. It's kind of like it's kind of like in a way diehard winning the best picture at the Academy Awards in that it's just so splashy and it's mm. uh, it it's not it it doesn't have the fundamentals that everybody says it, uh, the requirements to win the biggest prize um, in the industry. It. Uh-huh. If you're a basketball team, well, you got you can't play the way the Nets. You can't just stand out there and lob up threes all day long and mm-hmm. expect to, you know, that's not going to work in the playoffs. Certainly, that wouldn't work. You can't win four rounds playing. Oh yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, like it, it. It it all the rules are out the window there. You're like yeah, just a bunch of shoot 'em ups and everything else. Yeah, the Roadhouse. It's it's your best picture of 1989. It's kind of that dynamic, you know. It's it's so weird and anomalous that these guys are just like, they're they're better. And the really dispiriting thing for the league should be, for every team that's still standing here is, and we keep forgetting it with all the injury. James Harden's not even out there, and they and they, and they did that to the Bucs in game Stupid. two. What if they get them all? What if what if they do? How bad are they going to annihilate We don't know. Uh, Harden could demand a trade to the Hawks in, uh, by tomorrow, and then it, it, everything's thrown into a, you know, a tailspin. You never know with these things. It's a make-or-miss league, Dave. That's what it is. I heard about I that. You got to, you, you know what you got to be able to do. You got to be able to score the basketball. Score the basket. Uh, yeah. Score the basket. Uh, score the basketball Ball, is an yeah. important one that just happened in the last ten years, Sal. It was used to be like, yeah, this guy's uh, good at scoring, but now it's a score the basketball, right? Because we needed to emphasize what what we're talking about. Yeah, Not there's some, a million uh, of those in, in yeah. football. All right, so Dave has Denver uh, money line. I'm taking the Suns plus a half plus Paul over seven and a half assists. We're going we're going head to head here. On our Wednesday free picks, and you can get it all done. You'll be in hoops heaven betting all the action on FanDuel Sportsbook. So many exciting matchups. FanDuel is taking that excitement to another level because now new and existing users, all customers, can bet risk-free throughout the playoffs. Once you have a FanDuel Sportsbook account, you bet one same-game parlay risk-free. Do it. Suns plus a half and Paul over seven and a half assists. Every week, that means you can combine multiple bets for an even bigger win. And if you don't win, you get up to $10 back. Yes, yes, yes. Basketball fans now is the perfect time to give FanDuel a shot. New users can still get up to $1,000 back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with promo code extra points to bet the NBA playoffs risk-free. That's code extra points. FanDuel Sportsbook app. Get it now. You might want your risk-free $1,000 bet to be uh, Anastasia Pavlochenkova to win a set at minus 133, you know? You might want to do something like that. I think Jokic is going to score the basketball. He's going to do it at the rim. I think he's going (laughs) to score the basketball at the rim tonight, and I think that's going to be the big difference. I like it, too, that regional names are working for this. Like the Phoenix Suns, that's a great name for a team based in the Valley of the Sun. Nuggets up in the the Rocky Mountains, that's a lot of fun. The Jazz throw it all out of whack. We're going to get the Jazz versus the Nets, and it's going to be the least satisfying aesthetic matchup 
Well, they moved. But as you pointed out, let's just be happy that these teams have any names as Washington goes into year number two with the. What in the hell are we doing, Sal? Like, we just allow this to go on. We obsess over some things and other things we just kind of like, ah, well, what are we going to do? We're going to have one of the 32 teams in pro football, just a second season. Yes, nameless, the anonymous ones. Yeah. Wow. What a screw you. They really figured it out. Uh, Keeping with the NFL, you know, this Aaron Rodgers thing. Now it came out that the players, all uh, lots of the players or all the players are saying they have Aaron Rodgers back. <clears throat> now, well, I don't really even know what this means. They have his back. Is he um, sitting for racial equality or because the league is too violent? Uh, or is it because he he thinks the general manager is a jerk? Like, what do you what do you mean you have his back? Are you going to are you going to quit if he sits or if or, I don't even understand what it means, but I do feel like everyone still thinks he's going to Denver. And I'm like, all right, if this is what you think, you should make some money off of this as the lines have not adjusted um, to that end, really. So it's interesting because you could go Green Bay under wins. And now as of this morning, Fandle did not have odds on the Green Bay over under season wins. I'm going to see. Yeah, no, they still don't have it up. All right, so you can't do that, Dave. You could take Minnesota to win the division. You tell me if you like any of these. As I'm I like this, them Sal, because yes. I I think, and and by the way, James Jones, who yeah. you know, who I who, who I know uh, a little bit, and um, you know, the hoodie guy. Everybody remembers that's his most uh, mm-hmm. his most famous deed was wearing a hoodie on the NFL gridiron. And by the way, he missed an opportunity. I used to say he should pitch hot pockets on like in the middle of a game, just take a hot pocket out of the hoodie oh. and eat it in the huddle. Imagine that's the money fun. he could have made. It's done now. He retired. But anyway, he's in touch with Rodgers and he says, oh no, I think he'll be there at camp. Be careful with I heard from. This guy told me that. I've All been right. burned by that too. Doesn't oh, make it doesn't make it a fact, but everybody feels like, oh, well, he said, and he knows him, and he talked to him, so it's all set. I think I'm with you. I think he winds up in Denver. I think they do not. I think it is an untenable position for the Packers to go into the season, and people say, what's what's the what, what so what? They're going to get the same thing for him in uh, next spring that they would get for him right now. What what incentive do the Packers have? Because you cannot have Aaron Rodgers in street clothes, refusing to show up, and Jordan Love out there playing the games for you and not doing well. That's and you and as the fan base says, get Aaron Rodgers in here. He's got to be off the team doing something else elsewhere by then. I'm with you. Aaron Rodgers goes some goes to Denver. The question is, how do you take full advantage of that from a game right. perspective, Sal? And you know better than I do about that. The only one I identified is that the Broncos very subtly went from a one-point dog to a one-point favorite in Week one. uh, New Jersey against the Giants. That's the only yeah. thing I've seen sh- really change um, much. Yeah, Tell so me, what's nothing's the best really bet? moved. So they're keeping Green Bay's over-under off the board, which is interesting to me. But um, and, and by the way, I don't exactly – I think it's going to be a little messier than than you pointed out. I think if, in fact, the Green Bay front office is as big of a-holes as Aaron Rodgers says – They'll make him the bad guy. I don't think they, not that they wouldn't have a problem with it, but they'll risk going four and 13 in a division that resembles last year's NFC East without Aaron Rodgers. I mean, let's face it. What do you got? You got Jared Goff. You have a new quarterback in Chicago or you have Andy Dalton. I'm just looking at the quarterbacks or you have Minnesota who's up in the air every single year. Um, Green Bay still favored to win that division right now, but uh, I think they make him sit. I, and I, I think the fan base would be like, screw you, Aaron Rodgers. You've done this to this team. But anyway, 
You're, Let's take you advantage. are so right about that. I know you want to move on from that, but yeah. you're you're absolutely right that the franchise, the brand, mm-hmm. is what endures. Players come and go, and people love players, and they love to get their jersey number on their chest and everything. And but ultimately, the brand and the brand can spin. That guy is not doesn't care about you fans the way we do. We're trying to win games, and that guy, that prima donna, refuses to show up and try right. to win games. And we built this team. I completely agree with you that that is how they spin it. And that what the players are saying, Sal, is is what you're pushing back at. That's exactly right. You're already being swayed by what the Packers position is on this. But what the players are saying is, again, we've watched this now from the Celtics to the Heat to Mm. Tom Brady and Tampa and so on. The, the, The players are supporting another player saying like, hey, listen. I make the machine go, not you, Gutenkunz. I make the Packers go, and therefore I should have a say, just like Bill Parcells said 25 years ago. You want me to make the meal? I should have a, a say right. in the ingredients. That's the argument. We'll see. I, I it's just you know, there's something to be said. I know people think Jerry Jones meddles a lot for an owner, but the Packers don't have an owner. Like the city owns the team, so this might be a lot different. If uh, if they did, there would be kind of a point person who would take charge at this in this juncture, but all right, so let's go to our options here. If you think, which it seems like everyone does think he's going to Minnesota, Minnesota wins a division plus two seventy. Do you like that? No, I like okay. the bears to win the division. Bears win I the like, division three to one. That's the one you like. This is not going to be Sal just to point it out. Cause you, 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 yeah. you mentioned that earlier. Like what, what's this, this is going to be an NFC East, uh, you don't 20, think so. in 2020 kind of thing. No, because the Bears have Justin Fields and Justin Fields is good. And we keep getting caught up in like, wow, it's a rookie QB and we don't even know if he's going to start. They would be crazy to not start Justin Fields in week one in Chicago. Of course, you have to start Justin Fields in week one and he will be good. He will surprise the league as they always do. You put a rookie quarterback who is super talented. They don't know what he's going to do well or do badly. He will jump the league for at least eight or 10 games. This will right. provide... Uh, the Bears with a, a nice runway. If Aaron Rodgers ain't there in Green Bay, the Bears absolutely can can win that division. So give me them. I would say take the Bears to win the division at three to one. Okay, uh, not the Vikings. Now the Lions are twenty one to one, and I know I saw I heard you mentioned the Martin Weiss that I said there's value in the Bengals to win the division. I, I'm all over the place with this because I think you take you could take a sprinkling on these long odds like the Bengals to win the division and the Lions to win the division, and that doesn't even necessarily mean I think they're going to go over their win total for the right. year. But I just think there's wow twenty one to one for any team in the NFL to win the division is uh, very high. But now that's not how I take advantage of this Aaron Rodgers thing. Denver to make the playoffs. Oh my God. If Aaron Rodgers is on the Broncos, they should be one of the top seven teams in the AFC, right? I know it's loaded, but plus 156, you're getting plus money with Denver to make the playoffs. Plus 156. We went over the Titans. They were minus 138 to make the playoffs. Denver is at least compatible to the Titans with with Aaron Rodgers taking snaps. Or Denver overwins. Over eight and a half is minus 130. And the final one, just bet other other than Drew Locke to start for Denver at plus 220. Other than Locke, other than Bridgewater is plus 220. So I think it's Denver to make the playoffs or other to start for Denver are the two best uh, options here. Other Rodgers um, is his new nickname. And, yes. <laughs> but this is Locke or Bridgewater. Right. It it can't be either one of those guys. 
Right. right. So there's odds on Locke. There's odds on Bridgewater. And, and then other. Right. Yes. Locke is I, plus 145. Bridgewater plus 145. Any other plus 220. Brett Rippon, 16 to 1. Wouldn't that be funny? What the hell would have to happen there? Oh, that'd be. that would I be mean, they'd bad. have to trade Locke and Bridgewater, and then Rodgers would have to get hurt. That or would something be like best. that. I don't know. The only the the thing that practically maybe gets in Aaron Rodgers' way is as he's off. Uh, is he back from Hawaii yet, or did he move there permanently and start a new life? Either he way, he can't get back. Yeah. If he's back now, the only thing that makes me think, as you watch, because it wasn't true a year ago mm-hmm. that there were OTAs and everything. I wonder if Aaron Rodgers thinks like, ah, crap. Now it's June and now I've already, I'm a step behind. And if you try, if I go to Denver, otherwise, ah, screw it. Let's just do it this year. We'll do one more year in Green Bay and then I'm out. Then shame that that's the only thing that gives me pause is the idea that he's kind of looking around and thinking like, because if you look at the pieces, Denver, if you drop Aaron Rodgers in the, under the Broncos, Make the case for me that, like, oh, yeah, definitely the Chiefs are better than that team. Now look at the right. defense that Denver has. Look at the pieces Aaron Rodgers. These, that would officially be, in Denver, that would be the best skill position guys he's ever played. Oh, sure. From day one, if you put him in there. The only thing that makes me think he's like, ah, it's going to take me a minute to get on the same page with them. Ah, screw it. But I, uh, that that said, I, I think Aaron Rodgers probably has to look at that and think, man, give me those guys to throw the ball to. I'll make all sorts of hay. I'll show the world who the best quarterback in the world is maybe Patrick Mahomes fat. I mean, you're leaving a situation and whatever, if you just can't sort it out with the GM, that's fine. But you're leaving a situation where you really were one play away from making it to the Super Bowl, And it might've been your play. You might've been able to run on third and five. There's a lot of green True. in front of you there uh, to make the Super Bowl. You're also leaving a situation. He and LaFleur best record over the first two years for a quarterback coach uh, out of anybody, out of any team right there. So there you go in, in history. I think they're, uh, what do they have? So it must have like five losses. I don't know what it was, but I, I read it yesterday on Fox Bet Live. So that's the situation you're leaving. A couple plays, one play away from the Super Bowl. Uh, great chemistry in terms of a win-loss record with the head coach. So you're taking a chance. Then again, he's probably like, well, I'm the MVP uh, wherever I go. So that's what what he's thinking. But I don't think he goes to Denver. But if you do think he goes to Denver, I think other to start for Denver plus 220 or Denver to make the playoffs plus 156 is the way to go here. And and also, we could be talking about this for another month. They don't find him. They can't really start finding him. They can start finding him now, but it's a recoupable fine. Like they can make a deal with him down the road and then he gets paid back the fine money. But the real fine money doesn't come until I don't think the middle of July. So this could be another six weeks we're discussing this or more. I mean, it, it it seems fairly clear that Aaron Rodgers wants this to be painful, no matter what. Like, right. he, it, it's not like he's just going to pull the Band-Aid off and get it over with and just say, all right, screw it. And and by the end of the week, I don't see him running out there in a practice jersey. Um, So he, he wants to he, he, he wants to make him suffer and sweat it out a little bit, at least. So, yeah, I think we will be talking about this for a little yeah. while. But the longer it goes, as I say, the less it's. Aaron Rodgers will see it as an ideal situation this year to go in. I, I just think, but then Kevin Durant kind of throws it all out of whack that these guys, like I, like we were talking about on minus three earlier in the week, I, that Kevin Durant remarks about like, yeah, it's corny stuff that you guys sit around and talk about like who's better and what's the better mm. team and who's the better player. Like 
Fat. That's a self-defense mechanism. Of course they care about those kind of things. Of course it mm. bothers Aaron Rodgers that he lost head-to-head to old man Tom Brady in Lambeau Field a yeah. year ago. And I wonder how much that incensed him to like, I've, I I was the best quarterback. I was the most uh, talented specimen in the history of people until Patrick Mahomes came along. Let me go head-to-head with him in the division. Is that appealing to Rodgers? Does he want to avoid that? Does he want to stay in the division and catch Brady again? I wonder how much those things matter to these high-end athletes or if it's something that I don't know. a loser like me I cares don't know. about. We're going to find out anytime between one and um, 90 days from now. So that's what's good. Uh, one thing Let's that's coming live. ahead. 220, Sal. Other Rodgers to Denver. Plus 220. I love it. Boy, it seems high for all uh, for all that everyone's saying. And you know, Peter King had an interesting um, solution to this. I guess it's a solution. I don't know if you read, but he said, Rodgers plays for the Packers this year with the understanding that he gets traded next year. Um, and there were a bunch of reasons why it made sense. And the reason it doesn't make sense is it's never really happened before. It'd be like a retirement tour, except, you know, he's going somewhere else. Like, all right, we're uh, we're having an anniversary party, but um, the husband's going to cheat. Uh, just just let it know. He's, he's announcing. So Ask I, I the head of programming it uh, ahead of late night programming at NBC. How that yeah. works out when you do that? Like, all right, you, we're going to keep you here for a minute, but then you got to move on. It can't. And he's older and there's a threat of injury. Like, how, how the hell does that work out? But it was uh, interesting. Leno Rogers will call him going forward. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got to do it. Hockey, I want to talk about it for a minute. Tonight, Bruins favored because their back's against the wall, minus 138. Isles on the take back, plus 118. Five and a half is the over-under. The under, minus 160. Are expecting low scoring. Um, I'm going Isles, minus one and a half, plus 325, Shaq. I think, you know, once you get the lead, the empty netters, uh, you know, the, the Bruins won't care if they lose by five if the Isles have a, a 3-2 lead with two and a half minutes left. So they just have to get to that. I think that's good odds for a team that's closing it out tonight at the Nassau Coliseum. Fun. What a series. I don't know why. They, it, well, I don't know. I'm hockey. Dumb. But anyhow, <laughs> I don't. you want to talk about dumb. I, I one, one thing I'm not out. This ain't scared money from Damashek. Damashek is going all in with a ridiculous bet over time. I feel, I don't know why this has the it's not ridiculous. This, yeah. That's what this leads to when there's a really good series like this. And, um, maybe because it involves a Carlton Fisk, uh, related team in Boston or something. I feel mm. like this leads us to a big game, six, a really, uh, a classic here. I feel it. Coming up here tonight, I think that we go to overtime and we're I talk about sitting on the razor's edge. That would be it either way. Bruins fans, please send it back home for a big game seven or Islanders fans knowing we cannot leave this building without a win. Right. We cannot let this thing go back to Boston. That It all comes to this right now. Come on. Let's let's see some overtime hockey here. All right. Um, well, it, it, I guess be, the Bruins, they have a mess in gold. Uh, not a mess, but now they have a, a legitimate decision. It's a little short. Make there, that's no good. I uh, It's going to be tough for me to cover the one and a half in overtime, but I'll I'll, I'll figure out a yes. way. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Islanders there. There was a, now I know meatballs. You don't want to jinx it. He won't, he won't come on and say anything, but can we get a score? Don't even say, say who wins. Come on, meatballs. <laughs> I don't think I should comment on anything regarding the uh, the Islanders Bruins game. You won't today. give a score, Spaghetti. No, you want to give a no score? score? 
Uh, yeah, I can give a score. I'm going to say this is a Islanders victory, and the Islanders win by a score of 5-3 to three, thanks to a there late empty, empty netter. There you go. Thank you. That covers my one and a half. That there is important. nothing. I, I, I love I, – I, everybody loves, obviously, an overtime touchdown or an overtime mm. goal that's a, that's a, a beauty um, to win a game. I love – Victory formation in football—that's my favorite thing. When you're, when it's your team, mm-hmm. not—I'd rather my team win in victory formation than on an all-time play. Um, you know, in overtime, I love that, and I love the empty netter. When you're at home, if the Islanders have a one-goal lead and it's back and forth, and it's the last minute, fifty-eight seconds to go, the oh, the crowd's going wild, and the crowd—it's—it's it's a din. You ever been in a joint when that's happening, Sal? You ever it's been? In a yeah, hockey yeah, yeah. building when it's like, we got a one-goal lead. Oh, hold on. Oh, the, the goal's empty. The whole place is electric, and you're so nervous. Again, oh, we got the shooter. Oh, I hit the goal. Ah! There, there's nothing better than that. There's just <laughs> nothing better than that moment. I I mean, nobody has to experience it now. They no, no, they don't. That. I just gave That's it to you. I just, I just, I, I just, I'm a method It's, it's uh, frantic fan. times. Hey, Knights Avs was good too last night. I don't know what well, the money cool. line or the live line was for the Knights when they were down two going into the third period, but it had to oh, be, yeah. uh, had to be like seven, eight, maybe 10 to one odds. But ah, they it's ended all up ruined. It's all ruined, overtime. Sal. Could have been so good. It's all messed up. Well, so now, now the seedings get- are already set, right? So Montreal, who <laughs> I don't know what Montreal. happened with that. They won six in a row. I think five of those were, they were an underdog, but they will play the winner of the Knights and the Avs. And then Tampa Bay, who advanced, will play the winner of Boston and the Isles, right? Is that how it goes? Spaghetti meatballs? They reseeded that already. I mean, it's bad that there's no yeah, way that's, that's to avoid correct. that. Yes, I right. think I Sal. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're you're being too you're being too <clears throat> kind. I don't know why you coddle Mikey Meatballs. Mm-hmm. You have your reasons, but I'll thank you to to force the action here. Mikey Meatballs must make a pick. Oh, I, interesting. I, he has to do something with this. He must say into a microphone here and now. Okay. Something about the game that you can bet on or shame the devil, you know, or shame the devil. Meatballs, you're either a a podcast hockey analyst or you're not. This is, uh, I know you're very excited to talk hockey. (laughs) I have to give something. I'll, uh, I'm going to roll with brother Brian. We're going to go over half a point for Matt Barzell. He's heating up right now. Kind of like that. He he has six points in four games or something, right? Yeah. But if this is as low scoring as they say, all right, all right, Barzell. So okay. uh, Mikey Meatballs is saying Islanders win big and Barzell scores. That's what that's what I get from that. Um, uh, you know what's funny? Oh, well, it's not funny. It's it's tragic. Uh, you and Martin Weiss and Spaghetti went over the big. It ended up getting changed. What the big plate? Was it a plate? A three item food, three food item plate. Um, Martin put it in a sandwich. What did he said? He had said bacon, egg and cheese. We right? got to figure out what the right. We got to figure out the parameters here. He throws out some some pap willy nilly about mm-hmm. like I don't think you can be yeah. What was it? Bacon, egg, and cheese. Like that's that's it. Like, that's the best plate you can make in the world. I don't think so, but food. it's funny. I'm I'm sitting here and I'm like, boy, it might be right in front of us. It might be spaghetti, meatballs, and garlic bread. It might be. <laughs> That just might be it, right? <laughs> Sometimes what you love, it's it's right in front of your eyes and you don't even realize it. But I I went, uh, well, breakfast is a different story, but I went ribs, corn, and mashed potatoes. That's my three. 
if I have to have three. Ribs with mashed ribs. potatoes. What are you talking about? Yeah, just cookout, just regular run-of-the-mill cookout. No, 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 no. You can't ribs with mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes, you got to have a fork. But with the ribs, you need your That's mix. my starch. And so now- I'm talking about I know, but yeah, then your mitts have got all the barbecue sauce on them, and then you're picking up a fork with it, mm. and then eating mashed potatoes. That don't jibe. That's fine. Those, those don't go together, friend. I'm, uh, you do you, but I, I that, that, those don't go together. Go on, let's hear yours. Let's hear yours. I, I, I don't. I still don't understand the parameters of the question. Well, like, you made it up. You said it's a three-item plate. Can I say? Because, like, I'm, I think cheese is 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 like. I love my cheese, of course, you understand, but it's a weak link in the, in the, yes. Like I'm yeah, not like going to eat a it, hunk of cheese. I'm not going to put a hunk right. of cheese on my plate. I'm going to, well, maybe... but if it's a sandwich, see, that's where it's different. Like Martin Weiss, God bless him. He's, he made it like a sandwich. So if you go sandwich, you could go mozzarella, cheese, salami, and red peppers. All right, now we're right. talking. If you're yeah. talking about a sandwich, all right, then we can also choose bread, which would be a fourth thing. Now, mm-hmm. what, what, three things go nice in a sandwich sure pick your third right. your three all right here now 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 you have to go cheese now we're here's what i'm gonna tell you nice hot pastrami mm-hmm. and i know you're gonna like think i'm doing this to be loyal to to uh, my don't, homeland. don't put fries in this shit don't do it I, let me tell you something sal can i may i finish i don't know hot pastrami I, I, you know what? In Los Angeles, you can go to Cantor's, which is nice if, if that's convenient for you. Wherever you want to go, Brent's, you can go to, you can go to, right. uh, um, Wexler's, um, is delicious. Now, Langer's, what you do is you get a hot pastrami, and you get the, you, you get the coleslaw. Not if, if they can give it to you the vinegar base, not the mayonnaise base. You understand? That's <laughs> the big difference. And then some French fries, and you put them what all the in the bread. Delicious. delicious. You're tell, you getting on me for using a fork. You take one bite of that slop, and you're going to be like scooping the coleslaw off the floor. What are you talking about? Well, coleslaw, that's in, right? Pastrami and fries. Is that what you said? In a sandwich. What, you know what else is nice too? In a in, in a spirit of community and esprit de corps and otherwise. Sometimes yeah. when I go to a deli, I like to early on, right when I sit down, I negotiate with whoever I'm there with, and I say, "How about this? I'll get hot pastrami. You get brisket. We'll Amazing. go have these, and we'll and we'll each enjoy never all heard the of flavors this. available to us. It's a great way to go. <laughs> all right, Jim. I'm just. I mean, you could see I'm stretching here. I'm just trying to uh, extend the length of this podcast. But now you're going to have to answer. What What's your three, Jim? I do like the Langer sandwich. I mean, I'll just go with that. Whatever the hell they put in there. What's wrong with you, Jim? Come on, keep it simple. All right. All right, let's uh, and spaghetti. I don't. I don't even want to ask. Mikey meatballs. You could. You could weigh in, but spaghetti is all health conscious. He threw like a granola bar and like a and a kale smoothie, and then I don't even know what the third item was. What was it? Spaghetti. You had something terrible. I was just mocking. I said. I think I texted you last night. The egg whites, turkey bacon on a Ezekiel toast. But mm-hmm. I, I'm good with. Well, Martin's original thing was he was in New York a lot, so he was getting bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich yeah. because it's like Great. a New York staple. And then Dave turned it into like. Some andouille sausage, poached egg. Like I turned it ex- into. Yeah, if, we, if that's not how it goes, you don't mm. get like fancy, you know, Beverly uh, Hills Hotel, you know, brunch sandwiches. It that's interesting. A, that is. It was like a deli sandwich, bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll. It's like a New an York accessible go-to right. kind of thing. 
Right, I wasn't gonna... inaccessible. And 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 also what to talk about inaccessible. Eddie Sp- I can't believe Eddie Spaghetti just texted me that Mikey Meatballs guaranteed an Eilers victory tonight. I Is that it. right? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Good for you. I wish you would say in the microphone meatballs, but okay. So, right. so Mikey Meatballs has guaranteed Islanders victory tonight. So <laughs> he... I you see I don't what... think that's true. I, I, that's not correct. <laughs> you right, don't meatballs. know. It may be true or it may not be. Let me I don't think you... that happened. I don't think that text was ever sent. <laughs> All right. Let's see proof of it, Eddie. But uh, I, I, I could see him not sending that. Meatballs, give us your top three, and then we'll get the hell out of here. Uh, you're mi- we're mixing foods. Now, I will say this about Meatballs. His father, dear, dear friend of mine for, uh, you know, we're talking about almost 40 years now, a health teacher, but I don't think anyone's purchased more McDonald's for the family. And when you have five kids, you have five kids running around, you just throw 20 burgers, uh, six large fries and uh, and nuggets on the table. Right. Meatballs. That's kind of how it is. And everybody's happy. Yeah, pretty much. That's that's <laughs> usually how it goes. But if I have to pick three things on a sandwich, it better be meatballs. It better be a meatball <laughs> sub or I don't know what. How about have a chicken, bacon and ranch? Oh, fuck. What happened? See, we went one too far. I so. know the ranch. I, all I heard was ranch. I don't even know what goes with it anymore. I hate the it. The Islanders are the ranch of the playoffs. The net are ruined. It. They keep they keep moving on against my will. You got to stop with the crybaby. Oh, hockey's different in the play. Oh, he touched my stick. He forechecked. We can't have it against the stars. We called these guys are goons because they're poke checking. Enough already. Cut it out. All right, good. So the sport can stay a, a fringe sport because we celebrate these uh, these mediocre players being allowed to slow down actual Win skill. the game. Win the game. You still have to score, right? It's a game of uh, scoring. Oh. <laughs> score the puck. Score the uh, puck and you'll advance to the second and third round. Good point. I can't argue that point. Jim, was it uh, spaghetti? Was that the best point? What's the best point made in this last hour? The the best point was why well, I, I agree with your pick of the the Islanders victory. Uh, if mm. I had a worse pick, I think Jim is an easy one with your Aaron Rodgers discussion with both of you guys. But yeah, best best point of the day. Uh, Bruins have goalie issues. Their coach is complaining about the Islanders players and the refs. Like they're a mess right now. Islanders will end the series tonight. Okay, all right. And Jim, uh, well, I bet you have a lot of uh, bad ones to sort through here. No, he wasn't listening. Yeah. Let Don't me worry. go through these notes. Um, <laughs> I would say you guys bullying Mikey Meatballs into breaking his silence on the <laughs> Islanders and Mikey Meatballs caving in to the bullying of a loser Penguins fan. He didn't really. Wait, wow. Well, he's, he was, well, for the record, Mikey Meatballs wasn't sure that that text was sent. <laughs> he's got to check. Now he's furiously looking at his phone. It's up like, in the, the air. May, may or may not have been sent. <laughs> Which leads me to believe that I actually may have exposed something. I think you actually did do that. Wow. I will not be bullied by someone who can't bench more than me. So Wow. I like it. <laughs> I don't have a response to that. That's either. a lot of us. That's a lot of it. I mean, that, that the, the list is long then. Spaghetti, um, tell the truth. He did. T- he did tell you that the, he thinks the Islanders are going to win tonight, though. No there was, jive, though. There was be, no, no jive. There was no textual exchange. Uh, <laughs> textual. About- oh, that doesn't answer the question, though. Did he tell you he thinks the Islanders are going to win this series? I think Meeple's been pretty uh, open about his. He want he believes the Islanders will win every game he plays, but he just stays silent about it. It's, it's kind of obvious. All right, there you go. Well, they're cheaters and goons, and if uh, if Dave uh, if the league decides like Dave wants them to. to- 
put their foot down and say, hey. Thank you. Finally, no, you see no it po- my way. No poke checking. Nobody leave your feet to block a shot. You can't have that. Yeah, don't poke me in the gut with your stick as I try to skate by you, skillless there you go. Uh, bum. There you the go. Islanders. Sorry, Malkin. Minus five. Whatever. Uh, all right. Betting Academy, Lemon Pepper Parlay. We got it all. Uh, laugh lines, lots of content, lots of gambling talk out there. Dave, minus three. You did a good one with Martin Weiss and Spaghetti. Yesterday, you talk about all food-related things, basketball, and uh, football, yes, you we go did. Over so some we did. Uh, teams. We, we, yeah, we continued our playoff uh, NFL predictions of which teams are not going to go to the playoffs, and we identified uh, a few good ones there. Go listen to that, and then we'll catch up with Hench right out, right after the yeah. Islanders game. And of course, uh, spaghetti and meatballs will be weighing in on that one as well tomorrow. So that'll be a good time. And, Could be uh, over. Could be over by then. All right. Jim Cunningham, the eyes are ones. And just a reminder to everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. (laughs) 